Harrison, I swear to God, if you don't give me admin privileges or at least respond to my fucking Discord DMs on your fucking messages, I will fuck you up. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Look at your shit. Fuck! Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your host, E. Simon. And I'm Safe Space. I mean, Harrison. <laughs> you are a safe space. Did you um, see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so was it safe, safe space and safe, snowflake? Safe, safe space and snowflake. Yeah, the the yeah. two new Marvel characters. <laughs> I don't like seriously. What are they thinking with that? I don't know. I think I don't know if they're trying to take those terms back or if they're trying to if it's ironic. I have no idea. The other thing too, aren't they trying to say that it's like they're racially ambiguous? And transgendered or something. One of them's non-binary. Non-binary, okay. One of them. The other, I, I think Snowflake is non-binary. But you're supposed to like not know if they're black or if they're Indian or they're you know, mixed. From the West Indies or something. They're mixed. Yeah, they're they're mixed. <laughs> and mm. It's it's why not just name them something else? Like why Snowflake and Safe Space? I think the fact that they they the fact that they released that or they um they uh you know announced that sh- that new title the new warriors when the uh like when basically it's like oh comic shops are going to shut down now because <laughs> diamond the only company that dis- distributes comics is not doing that uh comic stores were failing before so now they're just all going out of business and then to to make matters worse, Marvel's just like, okay, here's our new superheroes. Oh my god, it's so yeah. lame. Even if I was a kid, I'd be like, seriously, safe space? Like, this is just lame. I generally like the things that make the like weird reactionary comic nerds angry, but this is just, it's something else, man. I don't even know. <laughs> it just seems like such a like a liberal troll thing to do or something. I don't yeah. even know what they're trying to do with it, mm. but it's. It's just so lame. <laughs> it's. I think they're just playing fucking violin on the Titanic. You know what I mean? That's that's pretty much so, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got to apologize here. I totally forgot to invite you to my virtual Passover Seder. Did you? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I gotta, oh. Like I'd invite you to it if I even had one. Yeah, I don't know why um, you would. What did you hear about people, people saying that? Like, we're going to have a virtual Easter this year. Because I'd go as like a, a a CGI wolf boy or something, because that's what I do now, you know? <laughs> just zoom in and I show up as, Yeah, I use face rig, and I just show up as various creatures to things. So, you know. I heard that's what everyone does in their uh, their office meetings now. Do they really? Yeah, people are like, there's a, a boss that showed up as a potato, but she couldn't figure out how to turn it off, so the whole meeting, she had to be a potato. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this uh, this girl I work with was like, 
are you because she knows i'm jewish or you know and uh, I, th- I even told her my father was a rabbi and she was like oh my god that's amazing but anyway she was like do you want to come to my virtual seder and i was like you're what she was like a virtual seder with all our friends i'm like what, what are you doing she's like yeah we're doing it on zoom we're just gonna have a whole seder i was like I can't. And she's like, oh, what, do you have something else going on? And I was like, um, and I was just trying on the spot to think of something. And I yes. was just like, "I yeah, I can't. I have to do something with my girlfriend. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to say. Everybody's you know? having virtual like things that just don't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's like I don't I don't know, like families are trying to like get together and and play board games online. Like on Zoom or something. Yeah. I don't even, you know what the weirdest thing? You don't thing? get any of the like any of the benefits you get from like human interaction. You don't get it. So you get all the annoyance of the thing without any of the benefits. Yeah, with everybody like speaking on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see how that that would be fun. But even yeah. like beyond just uh, just like you know work meetings and like holidays and stuff. I was talking to my boss at work, and he was telling me that they're having a social socially distanced birthday party for their kid on Friday. And I was like, what do you mean? He had to leave work early. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, what we're going to have him do is stand in the driveway while the cars drive by and they chuck a gift out the window at him. What? (laughs) And and the mom is going to use gloves to hand them cupcakes like in the cars. Oh, so the kid okay. will stand in the driveway while the parents drive by and just kind of like they chuck a gift and well, not really chuck a gift, but hand a gift. And it's all going to be like with gloves and masks on. Jesus Christ. Why would you do that? I mean, I guess because you can't want to give them gifts, but you don't want to hang around them. Just fucking Amazon that shit. I guess so. I, yeah. I don't know. This whole fucking virus just pisses me off. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I blame cell phones. It's um, all it's the cell phones. I blame the, uh, the tainted batch of adrenochrome that White Hats gave the celebrities. Hmm. That's what started all this. So it probably was actually. Yeah. Um, the reason I said cell phones is uh, people are getting nutty. They're getting nutty right now with this whole five G thing. You heard about this? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's. It's bizarre to me because I, you know, I heard about it, mm. and then I heard like uh, I think Infowars did something, QAnon's been all over it. People mm. are saying this, but now you get like celebrities like John Cusack and Woody Harrelson posting on social media the link between five G and the coronavirus, right? And it's it's made people it's it's made people nutty. Like well, you uh, remember I mentioned that on the show like six weeks ago or like a month ago or something. Back then, it was only like weird, crazy drug dealers that were talking about this. About 5G? Yeah, 5G being the cause. Well, I, I and just you ever see those don't big, understand uh, those the connection. Big antenna things that are disguised as trees. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are they, well, Somebody's, yeah. Are they, because in, uh, in Birmingham, a mm-hmm. wireless tower was set ablaze this past week. And then uh, in Liverpool, they set, a, uh, they set telecommunications boxes on fire. And then they took down another cell tower in, Liver- in Liverpool. People are like more than 30 acts of arson and vandalism taking place mm-hmm. against wireless towers in Britain. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's like people are, are are freaking out about this, and I just don't understand. I can I can understand what they say, like you know, you eat a bat and you get coronavirus, and people coughs, and the, you know the cough and the coronavirus is all over in the air, and everyone's freaking out about it, and the government's trying to make you quarantine. I can understand why people would freak out about that because they're mm. thinking the government's trying to take control. But five G, it's like how would five G cause coronavirus? I, well, I just don't get I, it. I, I have a number of, I found out a number of things about well, that. So what they're saying mm-hmm. is that uh, the theory links the spread of the coronavirus to ultra-fast wireless technology known as 5G. The radio waves sent by 5G are causing small changes to people's bodies that make them more susceptible to the virus. Is that what right. you have? That's one of them. That's one of them. I mean, what I have a few sources on this that, that led me to the proper research. Some of it comes from David Icke. Uh, David Icke's Who, been going off. Of, did he, he did a, David Icke against 4G? No, just 5G. Just 5G. He did a huge interview about it that got banned off of YouTube and Facebook. And the British and the British government. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, another source of this is a um, guy who got banned from Reddit for saying that um, Patton Oswald is a pedophile who killed his wife because he's oh, yeah. part of the uh, QAnon, you know, the cabal that QAnon is against. Because Wait. his new his new wife is connected to Pepperdine, which is part of the cabal, and uh, G- the Golden State Killer was an operative of of the cabal. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. That's but so totally he, he led sense. me to some <laughs> things. But basically, yeah, it's it's a thing that is um, that's 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 getting people sick. Um, and um, one of the theories is that because I guess it's the reason it's harmful and therefore like making people more susceptible to the virus and other things. Yeah. Um, is that, uh, you know, it's apparently right below X-ray. Like in the spectrum, in terms of the, like the radi- you know, the radiation spectrum, X-ray is harmful, obviously, and it's right below that. Yeah, but right? it says it's like, or at least I don't know. Researchers have mm. said that. Yeah, I mean, it's there. Mm. You could say that the ra- there's radiation, but it's such a low mm. level of radiation that they've done testing and doesn't affect the human body. Well, it's also uh, on the. The uh, on the RF scale, it's it's very similar to the active denial system, which is like a non-lethal military weapon. Oh, that's like the thing that they shoot at people and it makes it feel like their skin's on fire, but it doesn't kill them. Well, it's it's extreme. It's the RF frequency is like super, super similar. Well, Russians have said that the 5G signals are linked to brain cancer, infertility, autism. Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, but all of this they lacks scientific that, support, though. They say that when the people are installing the uh, towers, they wear hazmat suits. Has, I got a picture of that, actually, as we yeah. post to the site. But yeah, it's like someone's wearing a hazmat suit. It's like, yeah, I'm sure that's a hazmat suit. But They also say that, um, you know, this, this has happened before. Like, with this, the 1918 Spanish flu happened. It was right after Marconi started, you know, putting up radio towers. Well, that's the thing. It's it's uh, so similar to this. These five G coronavirus claims they came around because of this. Uh, there's a interview with a Belgian doctor who suggested 
that 5G poses health dangers and could possibly be linked to a virus. And so then Dutch-speaking anti-5G conspiracy theorists picked up on it, and they started, like, spreading all this information, false information about it. Um, But the fact of the matter is, is I think correlation, because that's the thing, in in Wuhan, you know, they had just started installing these 5G towers, and then, like, a few months later, the coronavirus breaks out. But I don't think correlation proves causation. And I think that's what's going on now, is they're just like, oh, but there were new 5g towers in wuhan and that's where the virus came from obviously that means 5g caused the virus well what they say is that you know signals are uh rf frequencies of in that range um can have genotoxic effects which means it actually damages the the d your dna itself and which meaning it could cause cancer is one example of that and that it can actually pierce the blood-brain barrier so that it's been known to cause cognitive impairments in rats. So it's, basically, and this is, this is the, the, you know, the plan uh, laid out through, I think it was um, some woman who was also talking about the reptile tunnels, but it was also uh, directed to me by the guy who, who I love just because he's saying that Patton Oswald is a child... <laughs> molesting murderer <laughs> um uh, he said that basically it can have cognitive uh, impairment effects on people uh this the frequency itself but what's going to happen is that people are going to get a vaccine and in the vaccine is actually going to be um like a receiver like sort of a, a nano receiver that can actually they'll basically just be able to control people or kill oh, them God. with the 5G signal once they have the vaccine because it can pierce the blood-brain barrier and affect people's minds and control minds. Yeah, I find that much yeah. more credible than science saying slaves, that it has no effect. They can make as many sex slaves as they want. Well, I think that's the plan. I think yeah. that's why QAnon says this like factors right into their whole, into what they've been fighting against this entire time. Right. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, Even if 5G, if they're like, oh, 5G could cause infertility or something, I would still be like, yeah, but it's fucking fast internet. I would be totally willing to take the risk in order to have fast internet on my phone because it sucks. You remember how bad it sucked trying to use the internet on your old iPhone? What do you mean, uh, my old iPhone? You're you're like the iPhone 6. That's what I have. Oh, you don't have an iPhone 11? No. No. Oh man, dude, mm. got a luddite over here. What the fuck? Yeah, that's right. How do you function? <sighs> Are you just I, trying I, to protect your brain from uh, hazardous uh, <laughs> RF signals? <laughs> that's also why I didn't watch the new Mystery Science Theater. Once you start watching <laughs> Pat Oswalt, you know it gets into your brain. <laughs> Wait till you get an iPhone 11. Mm. You're gonna be like, mm. holy shit! I can't believe I ever even used a six. Mm. I mean, it's so fast. Like you could watch Pornhub. I would just just to watch Pornhub alone is worth risking your the five G signals that would give you coronavirus. I'll be um, honest with you. I don't even know they had an eleven. I thought they were on ten. No, nah, so. the iPhone, dude. The iPhone eleven Pro. I'm not trying to like you know advertise for Apple because they won't give right. us any money. But it it like I had a six, <laughs> just a regular six for year, you know, for like years, and I was just like ah, it's not a big deal. But then. 
it shit like it was, wasn't the video wasn't working properly on it wasn't taking audio and so then i was like yeah maybe i'll check and so i went in i got the iphone 11 pro this thing is amazing well like, i mean now totally that i just got laid cancer. off it's the perfect time to, yeah to get one <laughs> splurge on that new phone <laughs> yeah perfect uh-huh. <laughs> so i guess what uh part of the thing i looked into was what 5g is like how it works mm-hmm. and so to get to get into uh, the background and how you can link 5g with covid uh the theories suggest that 5g networks cause covid19 or symptoms of the infection and that they emit radiation that weakens the immune system which makes you more susceptible but mm. what 5g is is it's a next generation wireless network that's expected to enable a wave of technologies that will change the way people live and work. So they say 5G is gonna give rise to like self-driving cars, remote surgeries, automated factories. I mean, it's gonna be a long time till we see that, but this is the beginning of that technology. The big difference between 4G and 5G is faster speeds, higher bandwidth, and lower lag time. So 5G signals run over new radio frequencies which requires updating radios and and new equipment on cell towers, hence them building new cell towers. So carriers building these super fast 5G networks have to install tons of small cell sites to light poles, walls, and towers um, in close proximity to each other. And most of them have only been deployed city by city. And uh, And it's so new. I mean, that's the thing. They've been rolling these out just since like 2018, mostly 2019. That's when uh, they got them in China. And so that's what caused these uh, conspiracy theorists to link the two. Um, so you were mentioning to me that you were looking at at the maps. Now, are these QAnon maps or are these maps where they where they try to correlate COVID nineteen to five G network installations? Oh, I've seen those. I've seen oh, those okay. maps. You know, because obviously it's more prevalent in places like New York where they have more five G. Yeah, or LA. Um, yeah. No, there's kind of like a thought map. Um, of like how, you know, every aspect of QAnon relates to every other aspect. Like, oh, these, this is where the, you know, the lizard people, uh, you know, fit into like, you know. Like the pedophile trafficking rings or whatever. The pedophile trafficking yeah. rings and where that fits into like the Today Show and everything. <laughs> So that, that's what I meant. It was more of a thought. Okay. Map. Yeah, but there's maps you can find on the internet that shows like, Actually, you know, I'll post one of these to the site, but it shows, suggests areas that have been hit hardest by COVID-19 were also places where 5G networks had newly been installed. Seen that one too, yeah. Yeah, and, and the main thing is they're large metropolitan areas with high population centers. And so they're more vulnerable to the spread of corona, also more likely to adopt 5G networks. However, one massive hole in this theory is uh, Iran. You look at Tehran, Iran. Mm. They haven't even rolled out 5G. They, you can't even get 5G in that country, but yet it's one of the countries hardest hit by the pandemic. Satellites. <laughs> yeah. You can also you you can also be directed via satellite. So it's wait. That's it's what the, the guy on Reddit told me. I wrote him. Okay, so it's those yeah. Jewish-owned satellites That's that right. Israel launched, directing Corona mm-hmm. rays into Iran. Yeah, you're only safe from them on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on, on the Sabbath, everything's cool. It takes a break, right. but then it comes back. Um, 
So many of the 5G COVID-19 conspiracy theories are linked to groups that have long claimed that wireless airwaves cause cancer. And that's this whole RF, radio frequency waves, given off by cell phones. They say that this is what causes cancer. Um, mm. But they say, research has shown that the RF waves given off by cell phones do not have enough energy to damage DNA directly or mm. even heat up body tissues. Their energy levels are actually much lower than microwave ovens and television. And uh, 5G signals are actually worse at penetrating objects than 4G signals. So that's why 5G has to have all these smaller cell sites. So you'd think they would have been freaking out about 4G signals. What about like, I mean, haven't they been saying TV causes radiation and will give you cancer for years? I've never heard that. Yeah, no, I mean, the Simpsons. I've heard, I mean, I've heard, I guess, like, don't sit too close to the TV. Your eyes, you burn your your eyes eyes out. You burn your eyes. It's, you know, it's like, okay. (laughs) Um,. The International Commission on Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection, the ICNIRP, hmm. the ICNIRP, is a body of, of independent scientific experts that consider how exposure to electromagnetic fields used by cell phones and other devices actually affect people's health. They hmm. claim that there is no link whatsoever between 5G and the coronavirus. Uh, the theory that... that 5G might compromise the immune system and enable people to get sick is based on nothing, says the chairman. And there are no indications from studies that 5G affects the immune system. If that would be the case, we would have seen effects on the scale and severity of infectious diseases decades ago, and we haven't. Well, you know, there is a link between um, people who listen to the band Magnetic Fields and people who annoy me. (laughs) There's a direct link between that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the only proven effect is, uh, heating of parts of the body. Uh, but the exposure from mobile devices is so low that it wouldn't happen through cell phone use. But this whole thing has kind of been like a QAnon wet dream. If you think about it, coronavirus, because don't you think the coronavirus kind of like fits into their larger plan of what they're trying to expose? They're saying it fits into the plan of the deep state. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They're saying, like, oh. Deep State is using this to quarantine people. Um, one of my favorite things that they... Oh, you're uh, talking about the black... You're talking about the black hats. Yeah. Because there's the black hats, the white hats, and then the NPCs, you know? Oh, aren't we... Wait, aren't the NPCs just the uh, the people who are just anti-Trump? Yeah, the, and the people who don't believe in any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They're all NPCs. <laughs> We're just NPCs, just like... Yeah, in the Matrix, you know. The sheep within the Matrix. Yeah. That's right. Um, So QAnon, the QAnon corners of the internet. I don't even know where... Where do they hang out these days? Eight Coon? Is is that where they're on? Eight Coon? And, uh, you know, the darker uh, corners of Reddit. Yeah, and they're they're active on Reddit. Steam Um, it. You know, they hang out on there. There's There's been frenzied excitement, especially with these recent cell phone tower burnings in uh, Britain. Believers have told each other that finally it's happening. Children are being brought out of the tunnels. Some of them are sightless, deformed, and mute, and into the light. Yeah, these children, uh, the children's sex slaves are being saved in tent hospitals. They're being set up in Central Park, says Rob Counts, a QAnon promoter. 
Um, he's caution- he vaguely cautioning that what he's heard is, is unconfirmed. But he did say the situation is much worse than what people think. Hmm. Uh, this, is, this is great. This is a quote. This is, this is the type of credibility given to QAnon. He says, it's a friend of my mom's. She's a nurse. She's 69 years old. One of the people, um, she said she volunteered with her, fr- with her aunt on a site at the Good Samaritan, which uh, they, they sent her from North Carolina to New York City to volunteer with the Good Samaritan. It's the thing with the kids. It's real. And I have to tell you, it's horrible. Everybody should be praying for these children and the medical people that are taking care of all this. It's in Central Park, as far as I know, and there's tunnels in the maps. And what, what they're referring to here is, I guess, uh, earlier this month, Samaritan's Purse, which is an evangelical nonprofit led by Franklin Graham, the son of Billy Graham, they, meant, they set up tents meant to care, care for critically ill victims of the coronavirus because I guess the hospitals are too full. Okay. And uh, QAnon said that these tents is where they're actually transferring the sex slaves. And the rescue operation is actually happening now. They're taking these kids out of the tunnels that the global elite have made, like Hillary Clinton, Oprah Winfrey, Tom Hanks, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Actually, he's not on there yet. Yeah, I haven't heard. Yet. (laughs) Patton Oswalt, though. They're taking them, and that's where they're, uh, you know, kind of attending to the kids and treating them in this Oh, I thought you meant the tents were like big fuck tents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, like for, for the pedophile rings? Yeah, so that they could just show up and all the, you know, all the like, you know, teeming, uh, you know, uh, like crowds of people who are dying to have sex with um, like sickly mole children. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of them. All the all the sex tourists just kind of come to New York. They're like, finally, we get to rape all the mole kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's happening. Going on. I think what I think what QAnon is trying to jump on this, saying that uh, you know now now it's all this is what we've been talking about all along. There's this global like pedophile ring, and now we're getting the kids are being removed because the coronavirus mm. is forcing them out. Um, they're saying that uh, they're, they're saying that the pandemic is a cover of something else, the storm. That QAnon followers eagerly await, which is the oh, yeah. exit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what they're waiting. Um, they're saying this whole this whole virus is just kind of like giving credence to these these theories. Even like the anti-vaxxers are saying this is what we've been telling you about all along. Yeah, you know what? I found this one I thought was kind of odd too. Laura Ingram has been spreading some uh, some conspiracy theories. She proposes that the globalists, which, did you know this? That's a term that's often seen as a veiled reference to the Jews. Do you know that? Yeah, I've seen uh, Alex Jones says it a lot. Yeah, the globalists (laughs) have been plotting for years to track everyone digitally. And we'll be able to use Bill Gates' mention of a basic public health proposal as a pretext to do it. Hmm. They all hate Bill Gates. They do. It's real weird. Yeah, like what doesn't that guy like have donate like I don't know a third of his income to fucking charity? Yeah. Why do they but hate him so they're much? They're like he's he's creating the diseases. Oh, he's the one that's creating these bioweapons because he's creating vaccines, which means that he's creating diseases. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know who's really just a virulent 
uh, anti-5G guy is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., RFK Jr. Hmm. Yeah, he was like an environmental, environmental activist, but he turned into like hardcore anti-vaccine campaigner. Hmm. Um, he claims that coronavirus is being exploited to install 5G technology nationwide. He says that 5G has serious health effects and it's used as a tool of mass surveillance, which is a lot of what a lot of these QAnon people thinks, think that. Um, he claims that big telecom loves the coronavirus because it gives them a compliant population that will accede to, their, to the invasions of their privacy. Hmm. So it's by being quarantined, they can proceed unobstructed with their 5G rollout. And so you I can't see. have mass public protests because no one can gather. Yep. So this is perfect. The 5G robber barons are microwaving our country and destroying nature in the process. Wouldn't it be more perfect just because everyone is home using a lot of internet and or whatever? <laughs> well, actually, most people don't really pay per bandwidth. They, yeah. I don't yeah, know. not as much. Yeah, mm, but I guess yeah. you can actually pay for like faster service. But yeah. But the QAnon people are seizing this crisis. They're declaring that everything's finally falling into place. The mass arrests and harsh justice that Q's been promising for years mm. is finally happening. And the signs mm. of the pandemic are proof. That's what those ships are for. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, those ships are going to be prisons for the deep state pedophiles. Just watch right. it. Watch yeah. what's going to happen. I think the yeah. 5G is going to, it's going to emit this frequency that will cause pain in a pedophile's ear. Mm -hmm. So the deep state pedophiles, like Patton Oswalt, is going to collapse because of the <laughs> agony of the 5G yeah. signal. So that's what's actually happening. Yes. <laughs> it's so, it's just, it blows my mind. I was like hearing all this stuff about 5G. But I mean, at the same time, it's like QAnon is, is very influential. I mean, look what it's causing people to do. Freak out and burn a cell tower. Oh, yeah. How, yeah. It's, how many towers have been attacked? It, there's been over 80 incidents in, uh, in Britain alone. Wow. I don't know about here. Hmm. I wonder, like, like, do people feel that? Like, is there a QAnon in China? Are they allowed to have that? Um, no, I don't think they're allowed you know? to have that. I don't think they're allowed to I have that know. at all. My God. But regardless of the, I guess, supposed side effects here of 5G, it's totally worth it. Just try watching so? Pornhub on your phone versus Pornhub on my 5G phone. Oh, you have 5G? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's great. I see. I thought and my didn't... dick still works. Yeah. Okay. It does. Mm -hmm. I might have brain cancer. I don't know about that yet, but. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, there you go. 5G, it's dangerous. Watch Patton out. Oswalt, also yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Patton Oswalt, definitely. I think the 5G caused him to, to molest children and, uh, and murder his <laughs> wife. It was, it was so funny because it was literally just a post about like, oh, he's got a new Netflix special. And this guy was just like, oh, good for him. You know, he molests his children and <laughs> his wife. <laughs> I was reading, you sent me that thread I was reading. I'm like, yeah. There's no connect, like no evidence. Like they nuked just the this whole guy? thread from space, <laughs> like because of that. I just like, it's it's hard they to hate find him that. so much. Mm. They hate him so much. That it's like, oh yeah, he's a pedophile. 
they as in me and that one guy. Well, yeah, you and that guy. <laughs> That's it. That's it. This is the only people. Although, would that have made your day if it if it actually came out that that was true? Oh my god, I would be. <laughs> I would just like fucking come for like forty eight hours straight. <laughs> when I heard that. I don't even know how it's possible. But I do it's it. Spontaneous ejaculation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, people, this is episode 734 here, Sick and Wrong. We have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later. Uh, but first, uh, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hey, guys, it's Stephen again. Just calling from Evan through a miracle of cybernetic processes. Just to say, thanks for creating your Patreon page. I love to kick back and smoke a fat one with my boy Carl Sagan. While we listen to the extra phone calls and stories we get all the time. Anyway, talk soon. Love you. Bye. So the first story we have here came in from Allison. You know, she writes, she spells her name so oddly. A-L-Y-S-O-U-N. Is that like Alison? Yeah. That's a weird. Is that like the Welsh pronunciation French or something? Canadian. I don't know. French yeah. Canadian, maybe. Yeah. Florida mm. woman allegedly stuffed multiple mailboxes with disgusting porn-filled Easter eggs. Mm. It's like the pervert Easter bunny. Yeah. And disgusting is purely subjective here. I would be, I would be, I would be beyond ecstatic to receive one of these eggs. It's a pretty good way to smuggle like porn into prison. I think. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. You just put because you could if you just have like little pictures from magazines, you could sell you could sell that shit for like two ramen soups in prison. But don't right? you think they look through the eggs? They would open the eggs and take a look. No, you got to fucking suitcase it. The egg you put it inside the egg and you suitcase it, like in your anus. Oh yeah, they're perfect size. You know, <laughs> just pop them right in there. You're good. On April six. Jessica Nageldinger's family. <laughs> With a name like that, would you just keep your maiden name? Yeah. I would be yes. like, I'm, I'm not going to be like her, probably her, I bet you her maiden name was just like Smith or something. And now it's yeah. Nageldinger. <laughs> yeah. It's like the name where it's like, it's it, it, like, is that a, a euphemism for a sexual organ or is that some kind of racial slur? Euphemism for racial slur? No idea. Could be both. Who knows? I, I picture like some vestigial sex organ. It was called the Nagel Dinger. You know, it okay. didn't do anything, but yeah. you know, some people have it. Uh, Jessica Nagel Dinger's family <laughs> received right. an unwelcome Easter surprise in the mailbox of their Floridian home. Earlier that day, her brother-in-law discovered a toy Easter egg in the mailbox. But what they found inside the orange shell... Shock them. Mm. He says... Oh, so it was during an Easter egg hunt when they found it? No, I think she just... Oh. Uh, I think they just opened up their mailbox and found it. Oh, it'd be um, so great if some kids actually found them during an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> That's yeah. what she should have done. Yeah. It's like hid right. them all over so they'd, you know... That's like, the way to go. But instead, she just kind of drove and hit mailbox and mailbox, just putting eggs in the mailboxes. Hmm. He, she says, the last thing I expected to see opening an Easter egg would be pornographic pictures, <laughs> Nageldinger31 said. It's just random and weird. All right. 
You're going to say that word wrong if you keep trying to say that last name. Nagel digger. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you say like bagel ninja or something. Bagel. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be careful with this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, she probably still jerked off to it. Wouldn't you, if you got like an egg full of porn, would you just feel like I know it's going to be a weird wank, but I got to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Depends on what the picture is, you know. Well, listen to this. Inside mm. the egg, the family found a Skittles candy drink. Not sure what that is. How do you fit that into a fucking egg? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Goldfish crackers, a square of toilet paper, a tiny scroll of religious writings, <laughs> alongside images of a naked woman and two men having sex. So it's like a, yeah, like a MMF threesome here. Huh. Beneath the graphic images was an artistic rendering of a Roman soldier spearing a crucified Jesus Christ. <laughs> so she Wait, on the same, in the same picture or was it a separate picture? I'm thinking she like used Photoshop or something oh. to take a picture of the MMF, MMF threesome huh. and underneath adding a Roman soldier, soldier spearing Jesus. Wow. So I don't know. Like, if you think about it, if you're jacking off to that, you know, I, you might get confused <laughs> and then be turned on to, like, Romans, you know, Well, you know who that people. guy was, who that Roman was? Who? Cascalonginus, the eternal <laughs> mercenary. <laughs> after, after stabbing Jesus, Jesus cursed him to live forever. The wandering and, Jew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he yeah. Had, well, yeah, and uh, he, uh, well, he wasn't Jewish. Oh, no, wait, wrong. wait. I'm thinking of the other guy. Different guy. Yeah, yeah the, there's the guy. other one or Jew. Um, and so he had the, you know, the spear. That's the spear of destiny. But he had to, so he, there's a series of books that I bought at an estate sale because I realized I saw them and I realized there's like 22 paperbacks from the 70s and I realized they're worth money. Um, and they're all about Cascalonginus, about every war he fought in like the first one he's in vietnam then he's fighting the turks during the crusades then he's you know every book he's just fighting in a different war with his spear um i don't think he has the spear does he the spear whatever. have powers yes that, that's a separate story but yeah what can it do napoleon well napoleon had it hitler had it uh charlemagne had it Bill if Gates you have has it, it you'll like become you know, super powerful. But then if you lose it, you die. So does Bill Gates have it now? <laughs> Maybe. I, I think I'm pretty sure Donald Trump has it, honestly. You know? I like how this Roman how soldier's that name sounds like it's some kind of disease of the vagina. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> Cascalaginus. I'm sorry, miss you of Cascalaginus. <laughs> you gotta remember to take your tampons out. Don't leave them mm. in there. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, Jessica Nagel Dinger mm -hmm. said it was horrifying group sex stuff. It was disgusting. Our concern is we have five children under the age of 10 that check the mail. What would have happened if they found it? Well, your kids would have turned gay. That's what would yeah. happen. As soon know. as they saw it, a male to male, an MMF, they would have been gay for sure. That's what happens. Is that what happens? I I, don't, I thought I, don't I thought you could spit roast. <laughs> would you women. be? I would Not have been, that I give a shit because I'm whatever I am, but can't can't 
won't I, I've heard straight guys argue to me that you can do a spit roast and have it be totally <laughs> not straight. gay. Yeah. I think as long as you maintain eye contact and you don't look at each other's genitalia, then it's okay. straight. I see. I would say, why even have eye contact? Why you got to look at each other? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's how you, you pull know? an Eiffel Tower. Like hold your hand, interlock your fingers. Yeah, I've Just, I've heard that story. You know who is it that did that? It was like Scott Stapp and like Kid Rock or something. Oh right? yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember that. The spit Oh man. Ugh. I wonder if uh, I wonder if they actually like impregnated one of their groupies doing that. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Um, Nageldinger, who's currently living with her sister's family, well, she's a real winner. Doesn't even have her own home, and she's yeah. pregnant. Uh, she said she's fearful that the anonymous mailer could be spreading COVID nineteen. Hmm. She said that was her first concern with someone spreading the virus. That's what we thought was on the piece of toilet paper. You know, if I saw a piece of toilet paper, that's not my first concern. Mm. Like if someone had a crumpled up piece of toilet paper inside that egg, I'd think something else was on that. And I'd be equally mm. disgusted. Okay. But yeah. uh, I guess you could spread the corona. You could spread corona just by touching the egg itself. That's right. You know? A day earlier... Nageldinger, I'm going to keep saying that, yeah. uh, recalled seeing a gray Honda cruise down the block. She saw a person get out and place something in her sister's mailbox. But at the, t at the time, she didn't find it suspicious at all. Hmm. Wouldn't you be like, what the hell did that person just put in my sister's mailbox? I would no, be. I just assume it was like, ah, it's probably an Amazon delivery guy or something. I guess. I would be like, if I had a. I mean, like normal people. I suppose just driving up and just opening your mail. Can you do that? Can I, yeah. can I just go and put stuff in people's mailboxes? Yeah. Why not? I suppose. You can't fuck with the mail itself, but you can do whatever the hell you want. Well, when the car reappeared and put mm. something else in the mailbox, that's when she knew something was wrong and she alerted the authorities. Mm. Abril Sestoni, 43 years old, was identified as the messenger of the pornographic Easter eggs. Uh, she was arrested on a Florida parkway and charged with 11 counts of distributing obscene material. Why did Avril Lavigne do that, though? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think Nickelback guy kicked her out of the house. Mm. Is she still with that guy? Oh, was that who she was with? Yeah, they, they, aren't, aren't they married? I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Ugh. I don't understand that at all. Mm. Um, Avril Lavigne admitted to delivering the pornographic eggs and religious pamphlets. She went on a homophobic rant about quantum and magnetic fields, sexually transmitted diseases, and the Bible before the deputies finally arrested her. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, she has her They theories. waited for her to finish her... <laughs> Her, her rant, before her they diatribe her. on homosexuality and quantum physics. So I'm sure yeah. she knows a lot about both su subjects, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she believes in 5G, <laughs> you know? She says, why are we having gays teaching classes in the church? They are rewriting the Bible. That's what's happening. 
the gays are rewriting the Bible. She well, also they, claims yeah, that she's not to it. Maybe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just spicing it up a bit, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, she also claimed that she's not a religious fanatic. Not at all. Um, but she's been enraged, enraged by the local churches. She visited 59 places of worship. Um, and she said in an attempt to confront religious leaders over her concern regarding their teachings of the Bible. She quotes, I have attended and I've spoken about all these churches and not even one has replied back to me. They never have time to speak to me about it. So I'm taking matters into my own hands. <laughs> you know what? I've heard that uh, at least at least 10 of those pastors uh, were quoting, quoted saying, hey, I don't come to where you work and slap the dicks out of your mouth, lady. So don't tell me how to fucking preach the Bible. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not interested to hear her theories on gays and magnetic fields. Yeah. It's like, please, extol your knowledge upon us. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I love how like well, you she's know, like, homosexuality. Uh, the field is right below uh, the X-ray on the RF spectrum. <laughs> so, and I heard that that's what causes it. You know, five G will turn you gay. Um, when they all ignored her, she took matters into her own hands and began printing pornographic religious manifestos, which she hid in Easter eggs and stuff them in mailboxes of countless homes throughout Florida. Hmm. I do kind of like her protest. You got to admire that. You know? You know, I hope I hope 5G does fucking turn me gay. <laughs> I'll probably like I'll probably end up making more money, you know, as and as a job like fucking designing sweater vests for labradoodles or some shit, making like 200k, you know? Yeah, you might as well. Jesus Christ. Come Could on. be a rent boy. Why not? Sure. Um, you know what you really should do is just make a pornographic religious manifesto. Oh my God, that's genius! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I I a do think on a Bible. Literally. Yeah, on a Bible. Bible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's great that she's like, I got to do something to spread my message. All right, how about some gay porn, and how about some Jesus? <laughs> Put in an Easter egg, add some goldfish crackers and some toilet paper. That will get the message out there. Hmm. That will make them learn. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little grab bag. Yeah, a little grab bag. Mm. <laughs> uh, she said she unloaded over 400 pamphlets on April 8th alone. That's just one day. Um, mm. One of the deputies scolded her. He said, as a parent, I would be livid if a child saw that in my mailbox. Do you understand that you're potentially victimizing children? I guess she's willing to take that risk. Yeah. She could face additional charges uh, because a number of her Easter eggs have not been found. Um, one of the uh, deputies describes Sistoni as a sick and deranged religious zealot. She had this perception sick. that the Bible was being rewritten and religious leaders were not teaching the Bible properly. Clearly, she has issues with homosexuality based on what she depicted in these documents. I don't know what's going on through her mind. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? It's an unusual way to get a message out. I think it's effective. In fact, if we could hire this lady to distribute like sick and wrong stickers, maybe, or something. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Those are pretty good numbers. My God. It's guerrilla marketing at its finest. On the street, just harassing people, giving them fucking pamphlets and shit. 
Yeah, probably better than a paying for an ad on Spotify. That's right. <laughs> um, so not only has she been charged with distributing obscene materials, she's also charged with driving with a suspended license and violating disaster preparedness orders. Hmm. I didn't even know that was a law. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's a law now that if you don't wear a face mask into a store, they won't let you in. Uh, you know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Didn't I, I did. tell you that? Didn't I tell you that? Like a, a you mentioned that to me, but I didn't think it was, I didn't think that was like an effect now, but I went to Rite Aid last night to buy some booze. They wouldn't let me in. So I had to like go into my car and get like a shirt mm. and tie it around my face. Mm. Yeah. That was just a guess of mine, but yeah, they, they put it officially into like on Thursday or something. So have you been wearing that plague doctor mask out? I have. What do people do when you're in a store wearing that? They're like, oh, ha, ha, you know. Oh, they just think it's funny? Yeah. Oh, okay. I usually, yeah, I usually, I have like a bandana. Sometimes I'll just wear that. Um, that actually insp inspires more concern. Well, it looks like you're about to people. rob the place. Yeah, it looks like I'm like a fucking crip or something, basically, you know. <laughs> I'm just going to get like a pantyhose mask. Would that work? Uh, yeah, that'll be good. Do that. Right. <laughs> let me know what happens. Okay, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. I, I like how like black people are like, yeah, we're not going to wear masks. We're not going to wear bandanas over our face, all right? Oh, really? Is that That's pretty funny. Yeah, black people are like, you know, we, we don't have a good track record with that. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was not clear from uh, her records, Avril Lavigne's records, if she had a lawyer who would comment on her behalf. I'd be willing to wager that she's going to represent herself. Or maybe Jesus will be her counsel. I don't know. But I don't see her hiring a Jewish lawyer. He's my co-pilot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, it's a very festive uh, news story here. Very apropos. What do you have here for the second story? <sighs> Rob says, I could see Harrison doing something like this. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Sure you can, Rob. I just don't want to sing this. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> because you're pissed at rob or because it's just a shitty headline well first of all rob is wrong so i'm not pissed at rob rob has a fundamental misunderstanding of me as a human right. I just, like i got laid off and people you know like my aunt died it just like or you're just not feeling it yeah yeah i'm not feeling it I'm not in a good don't mood. do it dude if you don't i don't yeah. want to force you into anything it. all right fuck it. it fuck it fuck it You know what? Fuck it. I'll do. A, I'll do a fucking sad. Like I. Like I. At this point, I don't even know how to read it without singing it. You know. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't even know. If I it's just not gonna work out. Yeah. Yeah. Holistic health guru stabbed dead inside Manhattan wine shop by fiance. After she took off engagement ring and dumped him cops. Hmm. Kind of sounded a little bit like the lead singer of The The. Remember that band? The The? Uh, yeah. I think I've only have like one song of theirs. It's like, if you can't change the world, change yourself. You know that song I'm talking about? <laughs> no. But... <laughs> It's the only song that sounds I know familiar. I like the one uh, slow like motion replay. Okay, I don't know what I was mm. thinking. Anyway, right. that was that was good though. It was half-hearted, but it was good. Yeah, very half-hearted. Yep. 
the mismatched lovers never walk down the aisle. But deaf, deaf. But deaf. <laughs> that shit is deaf, man. Yo. Yo. D- yeah, deaf did them part. Holistic wellness guru, Gabrielle Gottlieb, running for her life from her knife-wielding fiancé, was caught and brutally slain in a Manhattan wine shop shortly after removing her engagement ring and breaking off their mercurial romance. Hmm. Mercurial romance. Yeah, yeah, this is weird. Uh, did they? Did this happen recently? Because why are Manhattan wine shops open? I don't know when this uh, story or is. Or is from. a trial going on right now? It's probably the trials going on at this moment. That must make sense. Yeah. Because a lot of times when these things actually happen, there are like aren't enough details to, to cover them. Yeah, and so then a lot they of times we cover in, them during the trial. Yeah, like you know? and then like a year later or whatever, more details emerge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, this is crazy. Uh, cause it says, yeah, cause it says April 9th is the story. Well, whatever. Cause liquor stores aren't like that. They are here. They're just, all they do is sell Manhattan wine shop just sells wine and maybe liquor. So, but weird. in Manhattan though, you can have like a, like a seven 11 that sells booze too, right? Only beer. Well, you can't buy. You have to buy liquor in a store yeah. that only sells liquor. Yeah, that's what, what about it's like, like a Rite Aid or CVS? Nope. What Beer, the fuck is wrong with that? You can't even get wine. You can get like this kind of shitty wine that's like six percent alcohol, like Magen David yeah. or something. Yeah, it, that's fucked up. Like, it's so you annoying, can't even man. go it's into like annoying. a grocery store and buy liquor. No, I will you gotta never. Get, you got to buy all like your that. liquor by like nine p.m. You know, in New York. Yeah. Manhattan. Yep. That's right. That is fucked in the head. I yep. I will I can't live in that. I couldn't live in the city time like that. Rules, you know. Uh, I couldn't just, live in the city. You just like got to buy ahead of time. You got to get it done, you know. Well, you know like I went on like a full-on tantrum mm. last week mm. when I couldn't go to Rite Aid because it closes at 10 now. Yeah, I remember. I and remember. I got there at like 10:05 and I had a full-on tantrum. I could imagine like you could only buy booze. Yeah. You can you buy booze on Sunday? You can't in, uh, you know, New England. Um, I think maybe you can't. What something like that? I just don't understand. Like, what if I was running for like governor? I'd be like, hey, first thing I'm mm. going to shut down is I'm going to allow you to buy booze on Sunday. Mm. That's the first thing I'm going to change. Or they're only open for like four hours or something like that. It's something something That's, along those lines. That is asinine. Yep. Yep. So. Um, yeah, I remember how upset you were. Yeah. You were like, I couldn't find it. I was like, I lost my job. And you're like, yeah, but I couldn't find no. I couldn't find whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't know for sure if you lost your job at that point. Yeah. No, I found out. (laughs) I found out, buddy. Um, you'll be punished for this. The deranged and freshly spurned John Foster warned before he burst into the shop and plunged a knife into the terrified 64-year-old victim's chest. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh. Wow. Um, 
I don't know why I made him sound like Richard Nixon. <laughs> you know, uh, he then in the liquor store. He like stabbed her yeah, in yeah. the liquor store. Yep. Wow. In the wine shop, which means it's a classy joint, classy you know? place. Well, they're obviously yeah. wealthy people. He then ran to the rooftop of her five-story apartment building, two blocks away, and surrounded by cops, threatened to jump, telling them she was the love of my life. As the standoff continued, <laughs> he ignored their orders to get down on the ground, instead streaming, shoot me, and charging at them. I'm not a crook. Yeah. <laughs> um, was it, what was the deal here? Why did Checkers! she- Checkers! <laughs> did she break off their engagement? Um, yeah. Because he's yeah. a psycho? Like, what happened here? Yeah. What precipitated yeah. this? It's gonna get in, it's gonna get into this, and you'll find oh, okay, out what right kind right. of uh, uh, you know freak show that Fucking is. Fucking lunatic! This guy is. This guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit, yeah. a little bit. Um, so, uh, cool-headed cops managed to grab him and take him into custody. Um, his slain fiance was proprietor of Well Balanced Woman, an Ooh. acupuncture center offering a holistic approach to fertility and menopausal health. Hmm. Well-balanced so. women. She was a very kind, soft-spoken, gentle, mild-mannered kind of person. Who her cousin said, oh my God, it's shocking. She has a great Jewish surname, by the way. The Gottliebs. Gottliebs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I used to know a guy named David Gottlieb. He was really mm. Jewy. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's one of those names that can also just be a German name. Yeah, it's I'm probably sure. it's probably a German because cer certain because I I whenever I watch like old Nazi movies, sometimes they like know when a Jew has like a certain kind of last name, but some Yiddish and German last names are the same basically. Yeah. Um, Foster, the guy, a sixty-three-year-old martial arts expert who went by the name Jensen Fury. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, this is yeah. the guy who stabbed her. Yeah. Jensen Fury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he I think he's like um he's like a downloadable character in the new Street Fighter. <laughs> you can you want to pay like three ninety nine to get him. How come yeah, he didn't just uh, karate chop her? Why do you have to stab her? It's a good goddamn question. You know? He could have just like kicked her through a fucking shelf full of wine. Yeah, like a roundhouse would have like, glass would have like cut all her flesh in and the with the wine would have mingled in with her wounds and she would have become some kind of like a wino superhero or something. Right? <laughs> but I mean like, you know, Chuck Norris isn't going and stabbing fools. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Jens and Fury entered their doomed relationship carrying a rap sheet with nine arrests, Ooh. including including five for drug possession and one for drug peddling. Whatever I don't know what that means, but you know. Are they selling drugs? Yeah, I guess so. Selling drugs out of a cart. One of those carts yeah. like in the mall, like in the middle of the, the mall hallway, like sunglass hut. <laughs> that's drug peddling. <laughs> yeah. A kiosk. Uh, that's right. A kiosk. Yeah. yeah. She was in she was an incredibly accomplished woman who had terrible taste in men. Well, apparently. Her friend Judy Jackson told the Daily News. Even though he had this history, she felt she could help him. She believed in him when he minimized and diminished his past. 
Well, right. with a with a rap sheet like that, how old yeah. was he compared to her? Sixty three. And how old was he? Sixty three. Yeah, she's sixty four. Oh, okay. So about the same age. Because yeah. you can yeah. tell if it's like she's sixty three and he's like forty. We're like, yeah. all right, this is sketchy. But this guy, yeah. you know, about the same age, age well, appropriate. It's like when when you get turned down a proposal at that age, there's no other option but stabbing. Yeah, you, you know? have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? So, um, yeah. So uh, she was brutally slain in the Manhattan wine shop um, after removing her engagement ring and breaking off her romance with him. Whoa. She. So yeah. she. That's crazy. So she mm. did it in a public place like this. I wonder what it what it was. Like I wonder if I like, think it was actually. I think he took it off. I don't know exactly where she took it off, and then she ran from him and ran into the wine shop for safety. Oh, so she took yeah. it off. He flipped the fuck out, and then she's yeah. like, "I'm out of here." Runs into the uh, the wine shop. Yep. He just comes to catch I mean, her. She, wow. It was a huge uh, error in judgment because nobody in a wine shop is going to help you. Oh, no. <laughs> You know, <laughs> they're so, so smug in there. They're not going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're not going to no. spend time to help you. Absolutely no good Sam's not. in one of those. Yeah. What? So what goes with a nice brie? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So the couple met about a year ago at a spirituality workshop and became engaged after just three months. Oh, mm -hmm. spirituality workshop. Yeah. So he approached her. He's a very good looking man in incredible shape. He paid her a lot of attention. So Foster, who lived in the Bronx, started spending time at the victim's much tonier Manhattan digs after mm. they began dating. So there you so, go. So this guy didn't have any money. He's like Rex Kwon Do. He's got like his karate dojo, makes probably 30K a year. Yeah. Lives off. Of, he's a gigolo. Yeah, but he does have the power of the iron fist. Yeah, he does have the so, iron fist, yes. That's right, yeah. The Jensen um, Fury fist. Yeah. J uh, Gottlieb became disturbed over his volatile temperament, but invited Foster to stay with her during the coronavirus pandemic. See? Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. Um, worried he would become infected, Jackson said. Things only got worse with them stuck in tight quarters together. Could you imagine like in Manhattan when it's like you have like four people living in a one bedroom apartment? Mm. Like some of those places are so small, like you'd probably be in a, a lot of people. A lot of couples live in studios there in San Francisco. They live in studios. Could you imagine being stuck in a studio apartment with your significant yeah. other? Yeah, man. I'd karate chop them. Yeah, no, that yeah. would be. Yeah, that, I'd go insane. It says actually here that uh, the NYPD um, have actually been calling like past victims of domestic violence and being like, hey, are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I read that uh, I think it's like Walgreens and some of the uh -huh. other places have like secret codes, like codes you could do. Like McDonald's has like there's like hand gestures you can make to say, like, I'm a victim of domestic violence. Uh huh. So while you're going through a drive-thru with your abuser, you can, like, let them know. Have you ever been through the McDonald's drive-thru? Those people are like, they're not going <laughs> to fucking notice shit. <laughs> they're like, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it, yeah. I, <laughs> their brains, they're not very perceptive. 5G has already permeated their blood-brain barrier, okay? They're, they're beyond hope. 
I went through uh, on uh, yesterday. I went through Taco Bell. I went to Taco Bell, and like the guy's wearing a face mask. He has like these tongs that he uses to hand the tray over to you with money, so you don't have to touch anyone. And mm. I grabbed the tray because I thought it was gonna fall, and the guy got so mad at me. He's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, I, "The tray was gonna fall." He's like, "Just take your money, sir." Mm. I was like, "Okay." And I handed him the tray back, and he sprayed it down with Lysol and left it outside. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I hey. couldn't imagine living with somebody in like close quarters like that, though. I think there's going to be a lot more articles just like this. Mm. Uh, but they didn't call her because uh, he wasn't on the, uh, she wasn't on the NYPD's radar. Mm. There was never a domestic violence call before. Well, not yet. Yep. So uh, her friend um, was worried was concerned enough that she gave her friend a safe word to use if things did turn dangerous with Foster. Hi, Sierra. <laughs> that's a safe word? Yeah. Wow, okay. So it's like, I just installed Hi, Sierra on my MacBook. Oh, shit, call the cops. Yeah, yeah. Trouble, yeah. trouble brewing. Uh-huh. Um, she was on the breaking point because of his volatility. You know, if you think about it, if you're thinking about getting married, right now is a good litmus test. Live together right. and just see if you can actually stand the person. Well, this here's an interesting thing. The last straw came Wednesday night when Foster came home to the victim's Kipps Bay apartment um, with his knuckles bleeding from punching a wall, right? <laughs> Ranting. No, it gets better. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Um, Ranting. Ranting, he was overcharged on an $18 tab at Burger King. All right. (laughs) Overcharged at Burger King. Yeah. And invoking the name of Adolf Hitler to his Jewish bride to be (laughs) during the ugly tirade. Wait, do they say, like, in what context he was naming Hitler? If I had to guess, I would say. That fucking Burger King cashier is worse than Hitler. <laughs> that's that's how I'm imagining it. I just who spends eighteen dollars at a Burger King? I've done it. Have you? God, that's yeah. a lot of food. Shit is expensive now. It's, you, you know. Eh, I guess that's like what time three you, whoppers. Um, that that is like if you get like a one meal. You know, one uh, one meal with the with the fries and the thing, and then you get an extra sandwich. That's eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars, man. Basically. I guess I'm used to Taco Bell, which it's like a buck. Maybe a little less than that. Yeah, two bucks, yeah. but wow. Well, it's good reason. <laughs> Worse um, than Hitler. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so uh, apparently Gottlieb took the ring, took off a ring, and placed it on the finger of a statue of Buddha. <laughs> Wait, Gottlieb took it. It seems very yeah. like ceremonious. Like she just kind yeah. of puts it on the. Uh... <laughs> what happened? What did Jensen Fury do? Uh, he was not happy about that. You know, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to marry Buddha. God damn it! And he started punching the wall again. Oh, could could you please stop punching my statue of Ganesh? Um... <laughs> My God. God, yeah. Um, yeah. So, 
I can't have the peace of my home disrupted anymore, she said, apparently. I can't do this anymore. So Gottlieb later texted a friend, Jackson, that the ugly confrontation with Foster had calmed down. Mm. She said, everything's okay. You don't have to call the police. But that was a deadly miscalculation. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. She ended up being chased by him for two blocks before he caught up with her in the wine store and allegedly stabbed her. Wow, I, so, wonder, I wonder how she said it. Was she just like, I don't think this is working out. I don't want to marry you. Why don't you just marry Buddha? And then just ran. No, apparently she did all that shit. And then, and then she called, and then it calmed down because she, she called her friend and told her all that shit. Oh, okay, so everything was fine, yeah. and he just yeah. lost it. But then what ended up happening is, I don't know, hmm. fighting broke out again, and she had to run. Oh, and she's on a and, and she's on a fucking five. I don't know if maybe the fighting broke out when they were outside because she's on a you know five fucking story building or something. You know, I mean, my god, she had to have planned this out though because she knows the guy's a psycho. Yeah, she yeah. probably wanted him wanted him out of her apartment. Yeah, you know. Well, because and there's another uh, this this one article doesn't mention that, um, but in the New York Post, um, they said. Uh, Apparently he, because apparently, like once he caught up to her in the liquor store, he said, "That's what you get for breaking up with me." And he tried to ram the ring down her throat. Whoa! Tried yeah, to put while the ring he in stabbed her. What? Yeah, while he stabbed her. Wow, man! So, that's huh. right. Uh-huh. Did he stab her? Where did he stab her? Did he stab her in the throat? Um, it doesn't say. Man. He just, you know, fatally stabbed there. You know, he was sounding a bit more like Al Pacino there than Nixon. Yeah. And a good... Uh, what? <laughs> That's what you get for breaking up with me. Hello! Hello! Uh, <laughs> Those Burger yeah. King cashiers are worse yeah. than Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> He's an absentee landlord. <laughs> uh yeah, so apparently a good Samaritan tried to jump in to stop the assault and just got fucking punched in the face. That's a karate chop. He like, yeah. wah, chopped him yeah. right in the face. And then you're like, yeah. fuck it, I'm done here. I'm going to go. No, I mean, he knows he knows karate and crazy. So, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she lived like a block from this store. So, wow. yeah. That's what went down. So while she was like talking to her friend on the phone, being like, oh, "Everything's fine now," he was just like seething, like just seething with rage, taking the ring off the Buddha. You know, <laughs> so. where's it? Who had the Buddha statue? Like, were they at she a did. Thai restaurant? Oh, she had she, it. She's a wellness guru, dude. Oh, so the Buddha yeah. statue's in her in her apartment. Yeah, yeah. She took yeah. it, put the fi- the ring on the finger of the Buddha. Yeah. Haven't you ever met these, like, you know, boomer, wellness, you know, spiritual... Yeah, new-agey types. Yeah, they got, like, a statue of Buddha. They yeah. got a painting of Jesus. They got, like, every... Ganesh, they got imagine. everything, yeah. Like, they're just covering their bases. But, yeah, when he was on the roof, um, he was like, shoot me, she was the love of my life. And when he was threatening to jump, they actually put a big inflatable rescue cushion <laughs> in the street. <laughs> I love the cushion. Bouncy castle, yeah. So, and so he just surrendered. Uh huh. Yeah, they grabbed him. Yeah, 
I got him. Mm, so that's it. That's it. So what? He's charged with first degree murder, or is it, you think it's second degree? Probably because it's like, well, because it's passion. It's not premeditated. I don't think he planned to kill her. Well, the thing is, is that any amount of time can, depending on the state, uh, certain amounts of time can be considered premeditated. So if she, if she told him and then they ran down like a block and then went into the liquor store and then he stabbed her, you, you might be able to argue, depending on the state, that that's first degree murder. Well, the fact that he had a knife on him. You know, maybe he was planning to do it. Although he's a karate he guy. Just, maybe he just carries yeah. one around. He just spent like an hour punching a wall because of a Burger <laughs> King order. He definitely carries a knife around. I wonder, like, when she first introduced him to her friends, what her friends thought. Yeah. Like, I mean, this guy's obviously a psycho. I, I'm going to have to look up a picture of the guy. I don't even know what he looks like. Um, Does he well, look like I, a tough guy? Like a big tough guy? Like a Steven Seagal type? Oh my God. He looks like, um, oh God. He looks like a certain actor. Like, he looks like every scummy New York guy in a movie. You know? <laughs> he, no, he looks like, uh, he looks like a cross between like Kyle uh, McLaughlin. Th- Thomas, M- M- what's that guy? Is it Thomas Middle Church, the guy from Wings or whatever. Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church and like fucking Joel Kinnaman. You know? <laughs> He looks like like it's a weird it's, mix. Yeah, no, 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 it's a weird no, hybrid. Hold, uh, hold on a second, man, because because you got to see this. It's it's an amazing, it's a fucking amazing picture. Let me let me send this to you real quick, and you can you could see here. Um, All right, let me let me take mm, a look at this. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Chat. Okay. Uh, boop and boop. Oh, I see what you're saying. Boop. Look at his there you hair. Go. See that with yeah. the God. See him with that. that. That's not his hair. That's his hood. Oh wait, that's a hood. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was like hair. Yeah, but he's got like the you know fucking Serpico jacket on. You know. What about those red pants? Are those like karate pants? I think that might be the lighting. I don't know if those are red. Oh, that looks red to me. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. He does kind of look like every New York tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyone who's like that age and still super into karate that has his yeah. own karate nickname, you know, I got That's my right. karate sobriquet. It's like yeah. Jensen Fury. It's you know the guy's got some issues, some development. Oh no, you're issues. right. The, the pants are red. They are red, aren't Cause they? Because they have that picture of him standing on the roof. Did you see that one? Oh, I didn't see that one. I'll have to uh, find that it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll post he's, that. He's standing on the edge of the roof. It's great. Anyway. Mm. There you go, ladies. Be wary of men that are into karate in their 60s. Yeah. People, yeah. Uh, send your story. SickerOnPodcast.gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is the drunk dial line number. The drunk dial line. I said it sounded like Trump there for a second. Yeah. Um, but before we get to all of that, uh, let's, let's just listen to this little, uh, this little bit from Adam and Eve. It's butt plug month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. 
Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, this first call here is a guy who is desperately in need of our advice. Hmm. So let's uh, impart some wisdom. Hey, what's up, boys? Listen, I need some quick advice from you. Uh, I was listening to an old podcast because um, I'm in the situation that D was in a while ago when the rabbi passed. Um, my father, he's like 80-something, right? Oh, oh boy. So we're, we started going through some of the items that he had at the house. Long story short. You know where this is going. They found gay porn. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you that's probably what happened. I mean, that's the worst thing about it. It's like, this is why you have packs with friends like you do. You know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, if I die or if I'm getting to that point, you got to go into my house and burn that shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But this guy, obviously, his father's elderly and, you know feeble and can't and probably is not in a home or something is on his last legs and what does the family do they're going in there to clean out his stuff and what do they find porn that's right come across locked box cut it open would you cut the box open if it was locked absolutely (laughs) would you think there's money in it yeah yeah that's what i was thinking a huge collection of DVD porn. Of what porn? What's that? DVD porn. Oh, okay. All right. That's not bad. Mm. With it, junk it, take it to a shop somewhere, like sell it online. Shit, you guys want it? Who the I fuck mean, is going to buy it? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Sell it online. Oh, yeah, take it to a shop. Yeah, see if, yeah. Take, yeah, take it to an appraiser, you know? <laughs> Pick it to fucking Antique Roadshow. What the fuck is the matter with How you? How much is my late father's porno collection yeah, worth? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how much money yeah. do you think you're gonna make here? Would uh... well this uh, <laughs> this DVD of <clears throat> Bareback Beauties number five uh, <laughs> this is worth at least forty six cents. Would uh, you keep your father's porn and jack off to it? Like masturbate no, to your father's porn? No, no. Is there just something wrong with that, like inherently? I don't I don't think we have the same taste in porn. Yeah, but I mean, if you're so, going through, let's say your father died, you're going through his mm-hmm. stuff and, I don't know, he had some like attractive girl on the cover of a porn. You wouldn't watch mm-hmm. it or would you just throw it all no. away? I think I'd probably throw it away. I think, same with me, I think it'd be, I think it'd just be too weird. I don't have the patience to watch, you know? <laughs> what, am I going to watch f- fucking five minutes of it, you know? <laughs> like, fuck off. I would just be, mm. it would be, there'd be just a stigma attached to that porn. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to have it around. Mm. Hell, I don't I don't know what to do with it. It's anything from a bush to fucking young college girls. So, I need some guidance. What do I do with this shit? Roll it out. Hey, yeah, wait, the dad like young college girl porn? That's pretty normal. It's pretty yeah, that's basic, pretty, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Although it would be weird if it was like, you know, just dwarf porn. 
or something. <laughs> then I yes, might keep would, it. <laughs> be like, yeah, this is my yeah. dad's dwarf porn collection. You know? Right. That would be interesting. Brothers. And uh, how's the whacker doing? All right. Deuces. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, why don't you send your porn to Wackerly? Just your yes. dad's porn. Just send it to him in just a box. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. Just a box of porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give you his address. Just uh, email yes. the show. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I don't know. You know what? I, I remember one year when, uh, uh, not one, this is a while ago, is when I moved out to California. So it was like late 90s, mm-hmm. 1998. I was living with uh, my girlfriend at the time. And I had like, back then, you know, you still had porn because you didn't have the internet. I mean, the internet was around, but you couldn't really, there's no porn hub, you know? Yeah. So I had like a box of like a bunch of swank magazines and hustlers and just other random porn that I just had over the years in this box. Mm. And we're moving and I was thinking like, God, I want her to find my porn. It's going to be kind of embarrassing. Maybe I should do, you know, maybe I should just chuck it out. But then I was thinking, you know what I should do is I should put this in the woods somewhere so another kid could find it. Because that's how I found my first porn. It's just in a box, like a, a box in the woods. So I just kind of took the whole box and I just put it in this, like in this wooded area behind our house in, uh, in Illinois. So I don't know what happened. I think that's what this guy should do. He should take a box of his dad's DVD porn and just go put it in a forest. That's what I recommend. I mean, just it's either it's gonna get rained on or or just end up, you know, as part of a fox's nest or something. Maybe, know? but yeah. it's better than just throwing it away. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> Would you just chuck it? You'd yeah. toss it out. You'd throw it out. Yeah. No, I'm gonna pollute woodlands. Yeah, I'll throw it out. <laughs> I would make it like a treasure to be found by some adolescent. You know, it's like, oh shit, look at this—a whole thing of DVD porn. I'd yeah, be they'll stoked. be like, what's a what is what are these discs? Yeah, gonna throw it out. <laughs> you know, what is this archaic device? Yeah, yeah. I guess they probably would have no idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, just go throw it out, dude. I don't see why you're yeah. vexing yourself over this. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not like it was cool porn. If it was dwarf mm. porn, I'd keep it. Or like, if he had just a whole collection of like handicap porn, mm. I'd probably keep that. Sexy co-eds, you know? Sexy, yeah, come on. Yeah. All right, next, uh, speaking of sexy co-eds, remember that English girl that would call in and read from her sexpedia? Remember that one? Mm, oh, yeah, sure. Yep. You'll recognize this voice. because. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you'll get a chub. Mm. Hey, boys. Um, phoning in to give you some more definitions from my encyclopedia. I'm just going to flick through and have a look. <laughs> you know what this sounds like? Hmm. ASMR. It does. It totally Burn does. Yourself. Wow. Yeah. It's very you, you might remember also this is... Uh, Psychopathia sexualis is her name. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. Mm. My flatmate's microphone, and it really sounds like I'm doing an ASMR channel. It does. Um, which is which silly. She should do that. Um, let's have a look. Ringing is a term to use to describe permanent piercings and can be on any part of the body where the flesh protrudes ears, nose, nipples penis, scrotum, labia, or navel. 
Clitoral piercings are rare due to the initial pain and risk of severing essential nerves. Yeah. No. You ever been with a girl with a clitoral piercing? No. I've only had a... She, I mean, it's the hood. It's not like the whole thing. I don't think they actually mm. do the thing. Right. Um, it's kind of like, it reminds me of, I think it was Dave Attell who said, it's like, why would you put a washer in like the most beautiful roast beef sandwich? Mm. It's like, what's the point of doing that? I never understood it. Same with dick piercings too. I don't understand why anyone would do that. Like fuck with your junk like that unless you have to. Yeah. Penis piercings. There are many types of rings worn through the penis and each offers a different benefit. The Prince Albert was originally used by Victorian men as a way to keep their penis pulled flat so as not to protrude when wearing pant tight pants. I had sex with a a French transvestite who had a Prince Albert piercing with a big ring through it. And it was fine until it reached the back of my throat and I was distinctly aware of the big metal ring nestled between my tonsils and... God, do you think you'd, that would make you gag? You know, like a big yeah. metal ring in your throat like that? Absolutely. Wow. God, it's so hot hearing her talk about it, though. It, it was fine, but wasn't ideal let's have another look oh here's a disgusting totally one ASMR videos. <clears throat> cocktails the word cocktails is a term used in sex play to describe the drinking of bodily fluids such as blood semen urine and enema contents from a glass or chalice caution these bodily fluids may carry bacteria and viruses and therefore cocktails are not considered safe sex yes i thought it would be rather obvious what are they called cocktails Oh, okay. You ever right. do that? No. <laughs> what? I've never even heard of that. Well, what do you do with the contents of your enema bags? Oh, my God. <laughs> there was a guy that used to come into uh, the strip club. I think I might have written about it. I'm not sure. But this guy would pay the girls extra to go piss in a champagne glass mm. and drink it. And, and he would drink their urine in front of him. Sure, yeah. Some of the girls would do it, but then I remember this one girl, I think her name was Joey. She used to come back because she hated the guy. She used to come back and give me like 10 bucks just to piss in the glass. Mm. And he would just drink my piss. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like he knew the difference. Which, just because she didn't feel like pissing into the glass? Or? She thought it was funny. Mm. Uh, yeah, she's a pretty funny girl. Mm. But yeah, I think maybe also because she didn't feel like pissing in the glass, so she's like, you do it. So I was like, all right. Mm. And so I was like, yeah, I mean, give me 10 bucks. It is funny, but I don't know if it's a me being $10 poor or funny, you know? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know. I don't know why she would, why she would do yeah. it, but if you're a stripper, it's like, who cares? Mm. You get so much yeah, money I anyway. So. I guess so. Even just the definition, but thank you, book. Come etiquette. The consistency of male ejaculate changes almost immediately after release by becoming thicker. The flavour of ejaculate varies and is determined primarily by the factors listed below. Bitter, cigarette or marijuana intake, alcohol, sharp, red meats, sperm, asparagus, broccoli, spinach and some vitamins. Moderate, having only one or two of the sharp ingredients and none of the bitter ones. Mild, vegetarian, lots of celery, no sperm. Yep. Sweet. Borderline diabetic or diabetic. <laughs> well, do you think she has a cum dish? 
No, I don't. <laughs> you don't think she saves any sperm in the cum dish for research? You know, I always could tell if my ex-boyfriend had been smoking just by the taste alone. Pop Wait, have you ever had a girl tell you that? Because you smoke a lot. <clears throat> I don't smoke a lot. Yeah, but you smoke like, what, 10 cigarettes a day? Five? Five to Five ten? To ten. Yeah. Five to ten. So mm -hmm. do you, have you ever had a girl say like, wow, your cum tastes like camel lights? No, but I've had women tell me my cum tastes good, and I'm always like, really? <laughs> just because it's like just all the garbage I put into my body. I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah, I wonder, I've so. often wondered if like, because I drink a lot of red wine and whiskey, mm. if that if my cum, if that changes the uh, taste of my cum. I don't know. Mm. I'll have to find that out. Yeah. I have difficulty swallowing ejaculate. Sometimes separate into smaller portions and swallow it a little at a time. That's so funny. Portions. Actually, there was a time when I was on an 800 calorie diet and I did count the 22 calories achieved from an ejaculate once, but you know, I will try and phone back soon. I keep it sick and wrong, boys. God, she has it's such a sexy calories? voice. 22 calories, apparently. Huh. 800 calories a day, that's like nothing. That's like Holocaust then. Why would yeah. you do that? She must be like a model or something. I mean, people that. people go on, you know, diets and stuff, and you know, I feel like I've I've done that before. Eight hundred calories, maybe That's not eight hundred, maybe like a thousand or twelve hundred or something. And yeah. in her calorie little notebook, she was like, "Sperm, twenty two calories." <laughs> <laughs> Sperm. Um, you should do AS ASMR bids. In fact, I actually would. You definitely should. You yeah. Definitely should. Yeah. I mean, she could just be like. I don't know. What do, what do they do? Like chew things? Is that what they do? That's some of them. Some of them, yeah. I mean, it you could know? be. God. I mean, so you could do anything. Really. Could so, you just slosh just spit like around in doing, your mouth? You know, like you're talking to your uh, your ex boyfriend while you do diagnostic tests on your mech suit. You know? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them are like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think she should like get into that. Would, I mean, during this quarantine time when a lot of people are laid off or furloughed, it's a good uh, way for supplemental income. So the last call here uh, is a two-parter um, from Marshall Island Tony. Hey. It's been a while since you heard from him. Have you been wondering, like, have you been up at night wondering what, what happened to Tony? I've been dying here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, I hope he's okay. One of Harrison's you know. favorite callers. So let's see what he has to say. Hi, um, this is your Marshall Islands reporter. Um, first of all, I have a little kind of tragic announcement. I think this probably is the last of the Marshall Islands memories. What? This is it? This is it. Man, that... Oh, man. Mm -hmm. God. Oh, wow. I don't even know who to thank. I hope thank. you're okay there, buddy. I'd like to thank uh, my agent. <laughs> I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank Hitler. Mm -hmm. That might be worthy of your illustrious podcast. So, cry a river. Um, it isn't so. I think it's Melora's story too. So, shouldn't give a certain podcaster any serious menstrual pains. Um, so in this one, he went what? to. Um, what did he just say? Matt. <laughs> did he actually say that? I think he's talking about you. 
He said, Did you uh, say menstrual? No, I think he said menstrual. He doesn't oh, want to okay. give you menstrual pains. Wow, he's he's just he's <laughs> gonna be missed. You know? Real sharp, real sharp that guy. You know, I mean the capital uh, at tour the more sharp. An intellectual giant among sex tourists. Yeah. Mm. A Proust amongst perverts. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I went there with a friend and um after we got there we got to rent a car and head to this bar club and head an island. And we've been there like 15 minutes or so. My friend comes up to me. He goes, oh, give me the keys to the car. I'll take this girl get a nut. So he's gone for, it seems like, a while. I started to worry he took off of the car or something. So I went outside to take a look, and it's, it's dark out. But there's enough light you can see the car and something naughty going on inside. And these young, kind of younger Marcy's guys were out there kind of watching and. I started talking to them a bit, and they're like, that's your friend? I'm like, yeah. I said, well, who's the girl he's with? And they kind of snicker and pointed at one of the guys. He goes, and said, oh, that's his sister. <laughs> <laughs> so these Marshallese guys, one of them whose sister's in the car with his friend, they're getting it on. They're just kind of hanging out watching. Yeah. Okay. All right. And um, anyway, my friend came back in the bar a little later, and he Basically, what happened was um, this girl was um, kind of giving him grief, moving too slow. And and so he said, like, okay, I'll give you, like, I think it was like 15 bucks, something like that. And he goes, yeah, as soon as I offered that money, he goes, then panties dropped like beta bricks. $15. And, um, Wait, they did what? What happened? He offered her 15 bucks. Like, yeah. I think he was trying to hook up with her, but then he offered her $15 and her panties dropped. Okay. Yeah, quickest way to a Marshallese woman's heart, $15. And finally, the next day when we went by there when it was um, you know, during daytime, we noticed that the car had been parked almost directly in front of this government building and had this big sign, the Madro Department of Public Health. So anyway, back to the first night. Um, like an hour later, I think it was on. I'm going to take this girl. Can you take a friend over there? She said she'll go with you and let's go back to the hotel. And I'm, I look over, you know, I, I hadn't spoken a word to this girl. And I look over at her. She just, you know, she wasn't my species. So. <laughs> what is your species? Yeah. Marshall Island Tony. Spy Rakeet. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said to my friend, you know, no, hold off. You ought to get nuts and make stuff. Get something better. But this guy is so impatient. You know, like even like in Brussels in Germany, we had a whole building for a prime merchandise. He'd also have to get the first one you saw. He saw. So um, anyway, decided. He's not a connoisseur yeah. of, the, of flesh like Marshall Island Tony. <laughs> I'd ride back with him and then come back to the bar by myself. So riding down the road, he's in front with the girls. I'm in the back and I'm. Um, First, um, we're like, you know, being a gentleman, we're like, free English lessons. So, can you say dildo? And she's like, dildo. And, you know, the savage heathens are never much for the elves. Anyway, she got bored with that pretty quickly. And then she turns back to me. She goes, can I suck him? I'm like, well, yeah, you got my authorization. So she's up there. All right, there's a part two. Great. Um, excuse me, after, um, after dropping Fred off, a few hours later, I came back to the hotel and, um, with this girl and um, 
anyway, I'm seeing my friend walking down the street. I'm like, what the fuck? Because by then it's like early in the morning. And anyway, the next day I got the story. Basically what happened is um, this girl started to freak out on him. And don't ask me the logic of this, but to get away from her, he climbed out the hotel window onto the second story roof. And, you know, typical third world shithole. He showed me where first he almost fried himself on these exposed power lines. Then he almost fell off the roof, but he managed to jump from that roof to another roof and climb down. And anyway, um, but that's that. So um, I have some other little adventures from this wacky, other parts of this wacky, wonderful world of ours that I might share with you someday. So. You know, so it's not the if this virus doesn't kill everybody, you seem to have liked the last time I called from the Philippines with a hooker, so I might try that again someday, too. So, the last day, time you called I, with what? He called from the Philippines with a hooker, and okay. I guess we like the story. I personally, I for one, yeah, I, he is a deplorable human being, but I find him interesting. I can barely understand this mumble mouth motherfucker tonight. <laughs> I think he was just relating the story of his friend having to like jump out of the window and have this comical kind of Benny Hinn type of escape from an ugly prostitute. Okay. Um, but yeah, that being said, Marshall Island Tony, we'd like to hear from you. I like to hear from you, so keep calling. He's calls. I like him. Um, I know Harrison's not a big fan, but uh... <laughs> I I hear from you. <laughs> that is a thing that's happened. That's as much as I can say. Yeah, well, as as I, I just don't go. want him to like feel like he has to stop with the chronicles mm. of Marshall, if the Marshall Islands. This guy has adventures. We'd like to hear him. People, you can call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 323-522-4032. Quick email we got from David in England. He says, what's up, dipshits? Yeah, that's not very flattering. No. A longtime listener here and first time writing in. I've been listening since I was a Doing a paper round. Is that what they call a paper route there? Paper round? Yeah, paper round. I was doing a paper round at the age of 14 or 15 uh, for 12 years. Wow, he did a paper round for 12 years. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> so, who, who does a paper route for that long? You do a paper Chris route. Elliot. Yeah. Fucking Chris Elliott. Fucking Chris Elliott. This guy is Chris Elliott. And yeah. get a life. Um your parents must be proud. Mm. Uh, so he did his paper round for 12 years. And thank God for headphones, because if my parents ever heard the podcast over a speaker, I'm pretty sure they would have been deeply concerned about their jaded teenage son listening to deep, dark stories of our doomed world. Hmm. I'm surprised the parents let you live at home with your paper round. That's yes. what I'm surprised. I'm sure if they heard that, they're like, just hmm. you can move on. You know, you're. <laughs> You can move on. You can move out of the house now. Um, he says, I even bought your book, D, so I hope my hard-earned cash from my bullshit paper round got you at least a half a gram or whatever. Well, it definitely did there, David. I had a break listening because I hooked up with a piece of vag, and when I came back, I discovered you guys went to the Howling Banshee in Scotland. Is that the name of the place, the Howling Banshee? I thought it was called, like, the fucking... Banshee's Labyrinth or something. Uh, it? Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. That place is the best pub I've ever been to. Fucking gutted. I wasn't there in the dungeons to listen. That place was a pretty cool bar. 
It was a cool bar. And there were like all those multiple rooms and we were downstairs in the basement. That's right. And then we like ended up getting just completely wasted with that motley crew of people that showed up. Oh my God, we're so drunk that night. Um, Good times though. Yeah, I can't remember if it was the Screaming Banshee or the Howling Banshee, something Banshee. Fuck ringing up because I hate the sound of my own limey voice, but a message of appreciation for you pricks getting me through my desk job listening to the podcast. Big or small, fuck them all, David from England. Uh, Well, Mm. thank you, David. Um, Thanks for listening to the show all all this time. And it also sounds like you've uh, moved on with life. You're no longer doing the paper round. Yeah. Apparently. He's a desk job. <laughs> He's got a desk job. Um, well, good on you. Uh, finally here, best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Apparently, you can't just search for sick and wrong podcast on the Patreon page. Like if you go to Patreon.com search for sick and wrong, nothing shows up. Because yeah. we're explicit. Yeah. We're adult themed. Bullshit. Yeah. So if you want to go to Patreon, sign up, just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com. Go to our website, click on the Patreon link, or type in patreon.com slash sickandwrong. But we do thank everybody for continually supporting the show and donating to us. Um, we've been using your money to like actually pay for advertising. We have this really, we should play that Spotify ad. Harrison wrote this really cool Spotify ad that we've been playing. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we should play that one these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll do it. We'll we'll play it maybe next show. But it's it's really funny. And mm-hmm. so we're running. We're we've been running that, getting some more listeners. Plus, uh, we've been uh, you know paying for advertising and all that, buying new equipment. So we do appreciate people supporting the show. And to give back, what we've been doing, or we're about to do, we did the first one last week, and we're going to do it this week. Is uh, every Wednesday we're going to be doing a quarantine hangout on the Patreon. That's right. Quarantine hangout. Uh, this last one didn't go as, as well as planned because Harrison uh, got a fateful call from his boss. Yeah. Got laid That's off. Right. That sucks. Awesome. Um, right when we were supposed to do it. But I ended up mm. just kind of putting up a Google Hangout link and we did it. But what sucks about Google apparently is that there's a limit to the number mm. of people that could be in it. So this week we're going to do it um, and we'll post a link about what time we're going to do it. I don't know if it's going to be sometime this week, but we'll post a link about it on the Patreon page so all the patrons uh, can then uh, hang out with a private Zoom link, which uh, you can have more than 10 people in. Yeah, I'm also on uh, Twitch uh, more often these days, and especially after fucking this week, after I got fired uh, or laid off or whatever. So, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, Twitch. The Twitch username is Rotundo, R-O-T-U-N-D-O. Let's go hang out with Harrison over there. But yeah, so we're going to be doing the quarantine hangouts. Also, we're posting one extra story, a bunch of extra phone calls. And mm. uh, I actually found some bonus content that I, I found on an old hard drive I might actually post. Mm. Uh, my cringeworthy radio demo. T- it's so bad. It's so embarrassing. Mm. It's, uh, did you ever do that? Did you ever actually have a, a demo tape that you were shopping around? For- I did not, no. I I really was serious. I wanted to be a DJ. And I did these demo, this terrible demo tape. It's so embarrassing. With the name Dirty Sanchez, as if they're going to hire me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, In my mind, I thought they'd be like, oh, that's cool. Mm. Let's hire this guy. Calls himself Dirty Sanchez. That's funny. Oh, it's so embarrassing. I'll post that this week. Anyway, a lot mm. of stuff going on Patreon. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Sign up today. Um, finally here's sick and wrong song of the week. We're going to end the show with, uh, 
a song by the Weirdos. It's very appropriate for this time. It's called Solitary Confinement. Weirdos were a, a pretty great uh, L.A. punk band in the late 70s, early 80s. So, Solitary Confinement by the Weirdos. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 735. Till then, take a sleazy. <laughs>
need to say things. Um, oh, God damn, this is the worst call. Anyway, uh, Happy New Year. Oh, uh, this is shit.